hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Conversations with My Cuz. I hey. am Shay Lachey. It's me, your girl, Michelle, with the one L. And I'm DJ Big Rob, brother love, always about love. What's always up, ladies? Love. What is hey, going, going on? What's going on? First of all, let me say happy Mother's Day to y'all. Thank oh, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a beautiful day. Yes, yes. I did a, a whole lot of nothing and just got loved on. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I didn't get loved on, but I did a whole lot of nothing. Well, I loved on myself. I don't mean it like somebody else did it for me. I did it my doggone self. Like, I loved me. That was oh, my well, day. Yeah. That's always a beautiful thing. Right, right. That's how Mother's Day should be, right? As long as they don't cause you no know, struggle or strife on Mother's Day, that's what it really is about. Agreed. So how are you? How are you, DJ? What you do for your mother? Oh, man, listen. So first off, you know, I went down to Florida to handle the business. Yeah, you was and I, I doubled back to Atlanta, spent a little time with my grandbaby and my, hey. um, my daughter. You know, I did that for my princess. Then I jumped on the plane. I was here by one o'clock. And you I was doing shit, shaking and moving. Brought mama all the way out to Long Island and had to get back here so we could do what we do. Wow. Very nice. All, right. all the mothers. That's Happy why we mother's appreciate Day. you. That's what you, the toast is about. That's Happy why we appreciate, appreciate you, uh, yeah, DJ you, Big you Rock. Hustle. You hustle. You be there at the 11th hour, but you be there. Because he so don't really want no that. smoke. That's the problem. <laughs> That's right. I got 100 jobs. 100 jobs. 100 jobs. Where's your toast, Rob? I For got Happy Mother's, Mother's Day, ladies. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. All the mothers. All the mothers. Even the ones that's getting child support. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Yeah, I, I saw know. somebody. Even, I saw the, one, somebody even, say, even <laughs> the one I pay all that child support to. Happy birthday! They still take, still took care of your daggone children, no matter what. That's I right. saw somebody say, if I see a man come up here and talk about Happy Mother's Day to me, because I'm the mother and the father, he said I'm gonna slap him. <laughs> Last night when I was in Atlanta, I was with um. One of my sister's friends, she gonna talk about, I don't celebrate Mother's Day. I celebrate Father's Day. A woman? A woman said that? That's funny. Well, That's you better funny. go ahead then. I know. I, I, I had to look in my pants real quick. I tried to figure that one yeah. out. Yeah. Before we get started, I really want to quickly just shout out um, all of our YouTube listeners and watchers, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Blue Rain Radio, IG, everywhere we at. Hey, everybody. And a special <laughs> happy Mother's Day to Helena, the CEO That's of right. Blue Rain Radio. I see the chat. I want to say hi and happy Mother's Day in the chat yes. as well. Thank you for being here as well. Thank so, you so um, much. DJ, what's going on? I know you've been keeping your finger on the pulse of what's trending, so let us tell us what that's about. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, we got to talk about the uh, R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. Well, know. yes, R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. You know, um, yeah. you know I, don't, I don't know all the situations, but, um, you know, like I said, a lot of ladies has been putting up a lot of negative things about a man, but I just want, you know, a lot of people to understand that, you know, um, a lot of this stuff is for TV. He did make a lot of points, um, and he was really trying to educate a lot of y'all ladies on really where yeah. man is coming from versus thinking that, you know, he was coming out of a, um, you know, from a negative point of view. You know, yeah. that's, that's yeah. first of all. And, you know, just really respect the debt on that because it's a lot of negativity around that. And bottom line, uh, you know, a, a young man lost his life. Absolutely. Um, that is absolutely true. Now, being that, we have to figure out. Now, I've been reading some things on uh, kind of like uh, what was going on. You okay. Know, you know, I know. I guess can't trust the big button to smile. Um, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. You know, what? maybe he went out the best way he, you know, yes. he would want to, you know, but, um, you know, like I said, RIP to him. And um, I just see her butt. I just really want to touch on this too, and and She's all a nice men. looking woman, nice yeah, looking yeah, woman. yeah. But all men, I really need y'all to understand and listen. Um, they were saying, you know, he was taking some kind of stimulant, 
whatever the case may have been. The issue with this is before we get out there and get our big thing on or do what we want to do, maybe pop a pill. Listen, see a cardiologist. Because mm. a lot of the time, when you see those when you see those commercials and you see the man, oh yeah, you could do this if you buy this, you could do this. You never listen to the end of the commercial, and they say, make sure that you're healthy enough for sex. You understand? Mm. What I'm saying? I agree. That, that means please go to your cardiologist. You understand what I'm saying, and make sure that you're really cleared to be do you know to to really be messing with these stimulants or whatever it is. We all want to feel good. We all understand that. <laughs> yeah, That's the health. Is, the health is really really funny. That's you that know? that color purple. How did he die? <laughs> oh, oh, on top me. of me. <laughs> It's the best way to go, though, baby. It's the <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Don't no, Allegedly. That no more. I, I just need all you men, please. Just shut your whole thing down after that. Go to a cardiologist. Check yeah, your heart. I agree. You know, because agree. a lot of times, we really, really not in tune with our bodies. We're running around. We're we trying to get the bag. We're trying to get the lady. We're trying to take care of the kids. Let's take care of ourselves first. Please agree. Agree. I agree with you. On Physical that. and mental health. Yeah, yeah, man. But I wonder what he was taking. <laughs> no, you don't. Right, so you, you gonna go get it? So you can take it off your shelf. That's why. <laughs> so you can hey. go around and get it. Hey, listen. <laughs> I've, I've been privy to Coming a lot going of going at the same time. <laughs> I've been privy to a lot of y'all stories from back in the day on all y'all little excursions out the country. So I've mm -hmm. heard stories. Listen, and it's <laughs> it's true too. I'm and I, 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 I remember one story that you was telling. I was just happened to be there. You wasn't necessarily talking to me, yes. but I was there, and it was you and Rollin and Kevin and a bunch of y'all. And I was listening, and <laughs> Rache mentioned that he took a pill. Uh huh. And his Johnson didn't go down for days. You remember Dang. that story? <laughs> and you didn't think to go to the hospital. <laughs> Or nothing to fix it. No, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. Well, I don't want to hurt nobody feelings, but a couple people remember that trip I went on and they still upset. But <laughs> you just gotta be picture yourself on the train. You on the plane looking at the students like I gotta be. You don't even want to get up and walk down the aisle. <laughs> like, how you got this piece of lumber on the plane? <laughs> and I'm sitting there listening like, they had to frisk them. What the hell was they doing? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you this. There's a lot of education in sitting back in the company of men and yes. just being quiet. Yes. Women and mess I up by interjecting. interjecting. I learned early on that if I sat my behind in that dark brown chair in my mother's living room and I just was <laughs> quiet and I let them rock out, I got so much education. So much. That so I much, would so not much. have known before. And yeah. not just from Ronald, it was just from listen. all of y'all. I would just sit back. And Ronald sat in that very same chair when it was us girls. Absolutely, Ronald was listening to our stories. He, he could probably right tell back, us some like, stuff too. Right, things that we don't even know he knows. Yeah, but yeah. Like, like I said before. But that's dangerous though, what he did. You know, that's your one. That, oh, it is. That, 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 no, that's no, dangerous what you no, did. No, cause, no, because I, I saw the cardiologist. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No. <laughs> no. Well, and you, and you no. are a lot younger. I'm trying to tell you. I won't try that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's coded. <laughs> Please don't. Oh, you had to be a lot younger, so you, you know. For days, make sure you're make sure you're healthy enough for sex. Mm. Yeah, just for how about just regular sex, so you don't have to worry about taking pills and having heart attacks. Listen, man, listen, listen. Because what are you trying to do? That I was. Mean, but at that time, that wasn't a need or anything. That was a greed. Yes, right. exactly. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Give me some more. <laughs> Stop being yes. greedy. Yes. He didn't want nothing to pass him by back then. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. 
said, I got it. All right, stop putting my personal business on blast. Listen, All right, ladies. That, that yes, was the story I had to All tell. Right. It was funny. You ain't like that no more. Well, <laughs> guess what time it is? Uh-oh. What time is it, Shay? It is time for Let Me Ask My Cuz. Let me ask my cuz. Hey, go, hey, go, 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 Hey. I got nothing to say. I could just wiggle a little. Just bit. With it. I'm just wiggling. Oh, oh. I'm wiggling. I'm wiggling. That's all I got. <laughs> That's my contribution. <laughs> that, that, that's it. We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta let right, Shay a rap or something. That's what's up, uh, right? So she can say something. I don't know. Sauce. A li- I need a little Laurie's. <laughs> a little something. Yeah, got a little something. 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 So that dry, dry. Let's see with it. So what's going on? What's the topic of the day, Cuzzo? Um, well, our first question, since we're talking about Kevin, um, we were talking about Kevin Samuels and how a lot of people were just celebrating his death and were happy that he died. Is it ever okay to speak ill of the dead? My, my first response is no. I don't think it ever is. I think it's okay to tell the truth, right? Right. But to celebrate a a death, unless that person has done something to me personally, I don't think that that's ever appropriate. I agree. For me. Um, I don't. Um, I'm not surprised. You know me. Uh, I believe in certain things as therapy. So, and, and, and I'm going through a little something right now with the dead. And I just really, really say that to understand that, get it out, let it out. Don't hold that in, you know? Now, as, as far as um, somebody not being here to defend themselves, that's okay. something, you know, that's something different. But if if you have to get something out, you know, don't hold it out. Because guess what? They ain't here anyway. Well, they can't true. hear you. They can't hear you. So, you know what? Okay, sorry. You know, so to me, you know, remember this, remember this, we gotta go back to yep. that. <laughs> we gotta go back to that. So, you know, they not, they not here. So really sometimes it's, it's, it's about you. You know, I'm going through a lot personally and yo, me and I had to go to my pop cemetery grave and I had to let some personal things out that I felt and, you know, but at the same time, I would never de- defile anybody. Because they're not here to defend themselves. But if I'm pissed off, I'm pissed off. Let that go. No, I, I get, think that's I, that about I get. right. That's I get, about I you telling part. the truth about that's how you feel and how you're feeling. Right. But as far as the things that I've been seeing online is, yeah, I'm glad he's dead, and people being happy about him dying, especially people who don't even know this man personally. So you're right. only happy that he's gone because you didn't like the things that he was saying. So okay. maybe those things that he was saying was kind of triggering. Touching. Yeah. Hitting close to home where you are that upset and mad at this man who is online on social media, just doing what he's doing. <clears throat> now you had, I've seen people want to die, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just it's always been crazy. I'm telling you things I've been seeing. So for me, I don't feel like it's okay now. I get sometimes situations where you can't, I wouldn't, you couldn't tell a mother whose child was murdered and something happened to that murderer. Exactly. And he died that she wouldn't be, she wouldn't be happy. Correct. That I get. But that means you've done something, right? You've You've done done something something to me other than maybe tell the truth. That that sounds like it might've been happening with him. Right. That he told the truth. So I just find it a little um disheartening. You don't have to mourn for him though. You know, you, you know, you don't have to mourn him. Right. You don't but but celebrating it his death, like that's crazy to me. Well, well to right, have I, such horrible things to say about a person who you don't know personally. You He's don't a, even know a, a, a personality well, on TV, on right. on you know, social media. You don't know that man. Right. You don't know what Agreed. his struggles are. 
we addressed that. You know, that's funny. We addressed that in um barbershop talk. Um, shout out to my man Jacu, my stylist in Atlanta. You know, he keeps it all tight up in here. But uh, he's um he he was talking head about the, I'm sorry, the, uh, but my lighting is all jacked and, up. Let me get this together. And um, he was um, you know, I told him, you know, the first time I heard him, I thought that he he came off as kind of disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. And, um, I agree. You know, and but what he was saying, what he was saying was actually truth. And like how y'all ladies some something a lot of it. Now, um like <laughs> a lot of it. Look how he getting all y'all ladies tell me it's not on what you say, it's on how you say it. That's right. And, and some people gotta understand we say things and we do things for people. You know, we probably the only ones that really be keeping it real. Shock right? factor. But um, so you know, and he was telling me that you know he's been following him for a long time, and bottom line is is that he wasn't always this way. That um, the, he used to go on the ladies, right? A lot of ladies was going in hard on on men, especially men who probably their income criteria wasn't there, their educational level wasn't that high. And you know, kind of really beating down um the brothers. And okay. he felt that, you know, he would defend, you know, he this is what he was telling me that he felt that he defended and stuck up for those brothers that kind of didn't have those six-figure jobs and didn't mm -hmm. have an educational background, but you know, they need love too. Okay. You understand? So I think that you know, really is you know, really what he put out the the energy that he put out was probably a little bit too much but the disrespect is that again a young man still got correct you know? agreed okay you know so that's my take on it but shout out to kevin samuels rest in peace to him yeah I, 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 right. yeah i agree but yeah and like you said um one more thing i'm gonna add to this and then we can put a pin in it is that i do agree some of the things that he did say i did agree with a lot of things that he said a but lot his approach and how he spoke to women was off-putting so even though he might have been saying some truths it was a little off-putting because he he started off he used to, to tear men up i don't know if y'all knew that Right. In the beginning, I, thing, I, he used to go right. in on the on the men. He used to go in on the men before he kind of switched it up. Mm -hmm. So right. I mean, sometimes the truth does hurt. Right. I got like so, I, I got on him kind of late. Yeah. So the truth does hurt. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't watch him often, but I, I do know that I he used to go in on on men as well. But it was just off putting this watching him talk to women the way that he talked to women. So I think that that's what turned a lot of women off from him. But I still don't think that deserves people to be excited and happy that he's gone. Like, right. Because somebody else going to pick it up right from where he left off and they're going to come and do the same thing. So, or just people need to keep in mind what if that was your father? What if that was your son? What if that was your brother? What if that was your uncle? Agreed. You no, know, do on the others as others should do on you. You know what I'm saying? Because he was that to somebody. Right. He was yeah. somebody's son. He was somebody's father. He was all yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, agree. You know, but but you know, being on this, let me tell y'all something. Let me ask y'all a question. Oh shoot, here we go. So you know, I was talking to a young, <laughs> I was talking to uh -oh. a lady. Let me get close. You you know you know you know I was talking to a lady friend of mine's and uh we was talking and I was telling her you know where I live you know I'm up in the suburbs and I was like yo you know I really really don't hang out with too too many cats up here because a lot of those dudes is married and um. You know, um, you know, married guys and when single guys hang out, it's kind of you can you can hear the BS. Like they okay. they wanna they wanna compete with you or you know tell a lie or try to add into how you're living. And sometimes you just don't want to be involved. So a lot of the times I keep to myself. And I was telling her this, so she tells me. And I really <laughs> really ask Charlotte, not nothing not to laugh. So she says. Well, Ra, I couldn't understand. You know, their wives probably hate you, you know, because you, you're a bachelor. You know, you have you have a really nice house. You know, um, you probably have all kind of parties. God knows what you're doing, and y'all are unsupervised. Ooh. So mm. <laughs> okay. You, you, you know, 
Listen, listen, listen. You know, I, I wanted to get on. Listen, listen here, but I, <laughs> I need a, a female's opinion on what does grown men need to be supervised in a guy that singles home. I need to know what supervision do we need. I guess a, a, a single man is given license to a married man to act up without anybody like saying, hey, guy, that's not the right thing. In her do. mind, though. In her yeah, mind. Not in real that's life. That's what's happening. Yeah. Right. In her mind, that's what's happening. Is like, she is she married? Let me just ask that question. Then I tell you, she was, we had a conversation. So oh, you mentioned that she was married. So she's not. Oh, uh, okay. I forgot. <laughs> somebody talking to you. They can't be married. Yeah. So no. <laughs> So we basically know that ooh, she might be a problem for anybody that marries her because if that's what she thinks, you gotta watch your husband, man. Yeah, yeah, then her husband can't go nowhere. He's gonna fall into some some cooch just oh accidentally, like <laughs> just hanging out with his just single. Hanging homeboy. out with a single, yeah, that's it. Like I didn't mean it. It's just I was with Ra, and uh, we was <laughs> now. I will say this. There has been situations, I'm sure, where married men do go to single men's homes and things do jump off because that's the safe spot. I could go here and because if they want to cheat, what are they gonna do? What what better place to go? Okay, right. but but unsup let me tell you something. Could people that are in the correctional facility are supervised. When you get released on parole and you have an ankle bracelet on, you're on supervised parole. <laughs> no, you're you right. Know, now, uh, as far as supervision, yeah, you're absolutely you know, right. Well, let me say when I used to work for UPS as a young guy and I was on a sword aisle and I put it on the white belt instead of the green belt, I was being supervised. So does, that mean, so does that mean right. if I move left and she wants me to move right, will she be supervising me then? I, I think it's about you know <laughs> making sure that the I first let me start by I should have started by saying I don't agree that a man should be supervised. I don't agree either. Right. I, I don't want to supervise my husband, nor do I want to be supervised. I think that a healthy relationship means that. Um, I should be able to make the movements that I want to make, and he should too. And we should be able to come home and not have an issue. So let me right. start by saying that. However, there uh -oh. are men and women, because they're both, right, who feel like they need to know the comings and goings of their mate to ensure that they don't stray from the path. Like Agreed. you gotta keep blinders on them so they just, you know, you can't let them look. God forbid you let them look at the next thing, like they're gonna get distracted, and therefore you're gonna have a problem. That's a thought process. I don't agree with it, but it's not because you know there aren't women out there who who feel like they need to know every moment of their man's life, otherwise he's cheating. Agreed. Agreed. So agreed. Just 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 one thing here. So I I are y'all telling me it's okay for a man to be supervised? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Say, put some respect on my name, goddamn. Because first of all, I don't want to be supervised. So I I know my dude wouldn't want to be supervised because what exactly is, does that mean? It Who's means I have supervisor? to supervise my time. Right, worrying about what he's doing and making sure he stays in a box, which means I can't live my life. No, but I'm who's concerned. the supervisor though? So <laughs> the who wife. would be the supervisor? <laughs> the wife. That's why. But she's not there. Maybe if everybody's, that's why you're unsupervised. Right. That means <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he can't go nowhere. He needs to stay no. home. She gotta be like, where you going? No, but, you gotta be that but I'm believing like maybe, people's houses. <laughs> right, right. But that's what I'm well, saying. I'm going maybe, with you. Right. Or maybe is another white is if an, another married guy is there, then maybe his wife is home. So you still be uh, supervised. You got so it? gotta be a man. He, well, based on so in other words, he can only hang out with married men. 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I but I, you know what though? I, you know what though? I kind of understand that too, in a way. I do too, to because some I, for, for some degree, I do understand that too, in a way, because like I said, it's it's just it's it's different because when it, it seems like now that I'm I'm dealing, you know, I'm a little older, and one, you know, my friends are married and stuff. My 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 thought process is a lot different. Or what I'm gonna tell, like, mm-hmm. like some conversations I have with a, if my friends are married, nine times out of ten I just listen because I don't want to say nothing disrespectful. Right. You know okay. okay. So when when you're a single guy, you be on your son. Let me tell you something. Do you believe you know the whole situ, the whole scenery is different? So I do understand a lot of the times why women would feel that married men should hang out with. Married, yeah, I, I get that. I get that, but it's kind of hard to tell a married man that he could only hang out with married men when he has friends that he might have been with his whole life that might not be married. Yeah, but if you got to right. feel like Rod, then what? Then that man has to make a decision about he, whether right. or not he how you are he the wants friend to that hang he, out with you. Yeah, because <laughs> he could still hang out, but he could be like, We hanging out on my terms, that is still gonna make things good with me and my wife. Like, I don't <laughs> right. wanna be at the strip club with you, but I mean you could go to the game or we could go to dinner or we could, right. you know, yeah. share a car ride somewhere. <laughs> but when you say I'm going to the strip club, he'd be like I, we can't I can't hang out with you. But but just for the record, you know, Rod Rod don't really do strip clubs. Maybe I know. Little, you know, maybe we little, know you don't. Maybe do a little dancing at the crib or something. But I'm just saying. You but see, um, that's why you need supervision. You see, see what I'm saying? But what I'm <laughs> you see what I'm saying <laughs> is that. But you and you have to be respectful. Like to me, my married you friend is certain things that we probably won't even talk about no more. You that's understand? because right. they put right. the boundary there. Right. No, no, they yeah. don't. No, that's the trick. That's what y'all would think. Because some of the married men be like, yo, raw, yo, so what happens? I'll be like, do you really want to hear that? Like, they, it'd be the married ones that be really want for action. Like, tell me something. That, that so be I can really, live through you. You know, or they'd be like, yo, raw, let me go on one of them trips with you. Nah, chill. I don't see anything wrong you. with the with the harmless conversations. I mean, I'm not asking you to take me with you when you go ahead and have these situations. Nah, but sometimes you, it might be fun still, to hear. But no, but you're still putting that energy out there. You know, you, you you don't want you don't really want you don't really want to know what So then so you basically the married man is feeling like he's missing something. I believe they think that and like I said, so a lot of the married the married man, like I was saying uh, by me, is the same thing. You gotta hear the lies that come out of a lot of married men. They get more action than any single man I ever know. See, we ain't talking about those type of married men. I'm We're just talking about, yeah, I, I get it. I'm quite yeah, sure they, they do. Because you know what? The single guy like me, he ain't even moving that like that. That's mm. the trick. He, you know, the single guy like me is chilling. So I don't even know why you feel you have to even put that kind of energy out there. You know, you know boys want to have fun, but I'm saying, you know, why would mm-hmm. you even want to put that in? But a lot of the times, it'd be the married men that want to turn up the most. So that's mm-hmm. why I don't understand why the supervision, the supervision means the married guy needs to be supervised. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I what think it has saying. a lot to do with the man that she's dating. Because right. I don't think that that's necessary for the most part. Like, I don't you kind of know when your man is kind of itching. <laughs> trying to get out the door. I'm trying to get out the door. Hey, every time we see you, we get excited. Like, oh man, I can hang out with this too. Because, like, if he's always trying to go hang out with his single friends, you probably like, well, dad, you don't hang out with uh Rob, who's married anymore, but you always with John, who's yep. single. Yeah, what's up with that? So Yo, you know, it makes I'm me kind of think some married men think when they get married, they lives are supposed to just be different like but, but it is and you no 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 you 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 can be you and be married you don't have to be somebody okay. else and that's the trick. and that's why a lot of those marriages end up in divorce because they realize they've been living somebody else's life i mean you okay. you don't still act the same as you did when you were single i i don't i don't no, 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 but you but you're the same person. Some people get married and it's like, oh, I'm married and this is what my life is. You understand? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just not about that. You understand? Like 
I, I have a lot of friends that, that are really married and it's like, you know, they just figure, oh, I'm married. Uh, I'm not going to do this or I'm not, oh, I can't talk to you in front of my Oh, mom. I can't do this right. Oh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You understand? And, and to me, right. you're, you're a totally different per person. Imagine Big Rob really saying, uh, she said I can't. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> understand this. If I came to y'all and said, yo, she said I can't. Yeah, we would probably have a We'd probably be like, wait, what? Okay, and she has to go. <laughs> exactly. So, but that doesn't mean that I don't have the capability or loving or wanting to be in a nurturing relationship. It just depends on what kind of relationship that. I agree with all of that. I do think okay. that when you get married, there are certain boundaries you do not cross. But I, like you said, you you should still be able to have some level of independence to yourself. Yes, definitely. Yeah, right. I, I totally agree with that. And the person that you wish should be able to accept you in that space. Right, in that space. And vice versa. This should never be a position where you have to feel like you need to change your mate in order for them to fit your right. definition right. of a good partner. Definitely. You got to accept them in all of their glory. And, and they, they should are. be able to do the same. If you, That's real love to me. I is letting right. somebody feel free. And be who they be are. In their space. Be who they right. are. As long as it's respectful. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. Absolutely. That was a good. That was a good conversation, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was good. It was good. But shout out to all them players out there too. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with playing, baby. Ain't wrong with playing. <laughs> Listen, you shut up. <laughs> that brings us to our topic of the show. It is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day again to all the mothers happy Mother's just Day. tuning in. Happy Mother's to, to all the ladies. But today we're talking about mothers and mental health because we know that sometimes being a mother can be mentally draining in some in some areas and self-care and keeping your mental is really, really important. As a mom, that's as a mom, as a mom, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Because if the mental health is not in order, it's, it's very difficult to be a good mother, a good wife, and raise your children in the most healthy environment and things of that nature. So you got to get adequate, adequate self-care. So what happens when the mental health is challenged? Right. So we have a, a mother that we're going to, you have something to say, uh, Rache, before we bring <laughs> our guest on? <laughs> yeah. Because you want the finger. Just want to ask Shay Lachey something. Uh, oh, would you? I know that I'm not a mother, but would you mind me commenting on the situation? Absolutely. You don't need my permission. Would you uh, ask Lachey permission? Sometimes for? you know, I know I can't tell a mother how to be a mother because I'm not a mother. So I'm just want to make you sure. talk about your experience <laughs> with your mama. How about uh, that? I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to really say that. I don't no, you can't tell a mother how to be a mother, but you know, you can have some input on. <laughs> And I am going to say what you think. But anyway, we have a guest who is a mother. Yes. Um, she's a she's a younger mother than Shay and I. So we're going to bring her on and let's welcome Nicolette to the show. Hi, Nicolette. Hello. Hi, Nikki. Hi. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. So we hear the babies in the background. So you see, mother's work is never done because the kids right. don't let you be. <laughs> but um, not trying to so, go yeah. to bed. <laughs> no, they never want to go to bed. There's too much going on. So we get that. But when we're talking about what happens when mental health is challenged, when you're when you're a mother, and some of the things that happen did, during did, that, right? That we have yeah. to mm -hmm. pin with, right? Yeah. And, you know, it starts with being pregnant, right? <laughs> the moment you get pregnant, the stress of it, the mental stress of, of the rest of my life, right? Because it, it is yours to carry. Even, even when you have the mate with you who's all the way in, there's this mm -hmm. level of I'm the, the host of the baby. I got to make sure I'm eating well and blah, blah, blah to make sure that, you know, this child comes into the world healthy and prayerfully, that's your story. And if not, then what happens with that, right? 
right. and that part of the mental issues of being a mom. So just, I know we were talking the other day and we had such a great conversation. You were telling us about the age of your kids and just share that with everyone, where you at with your life and your, your, your children's ages, et cetera. Hmm? Did she, did she, maybe did she, she froze. froze. I think she froze. Having some connection issues. I know that um, one of the things that she was saying is that she's a mother of three, right? So I'll yes. tell her story. A mother of three and she has a three-year-old, so. I remember my son when he was three. I remember <laughs> feeling like, I remember feeling like um, I didn't, I was just reacting to my life and not necessarily getting what was going on, right? You just right. kind of come in the door and whatever is in your way, you deal with. And I right. would lay down and be like, gosh, I don't know if I handled the situation rightly, if I got everything together, if I was able to give the kids what they needed. Like if they ate and got a bath, I was like, I'm winning. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. But then, well, when we, we were talking to Nicolette earlier this week, and we, I don't know, she was having some issues. Can you hear us, Nikki? We, and we were talking about, because, you know, she, both parents are in the home. Mm-hmm. So people sometimes think that because they're, because both parents are in the home, it should be easier on the mother. That she shouldn't right. have any issues. That really but, depends on the makeup the, of the relationship, because oftentimes there are men that just feel like, as as DJ Big Rob would say, there are certain womanly duties, and therefore <laughs> we have to carry a womanly lot of the weight, right? And and rearing the child has always been the, and that's the air quotes, woman's duty to just right. rear the child, and all of that that comes along with it is like. Well, you're a mother. This stuff should come naturally to you. What's the stress? Like What's I'm the bringing problem? the money. You got a nice I'm home. Working. I paid the bills. Right. Why? Why is there stress? What's well, the stress? well, we're gonna, we gonna let you answer. Go ahead. You know, yeah. Please do, because you know, I, I don't want to tell a mother how to be a mother. But let me let me tell let me tell her what daddy do. Um, oh, you know, okay. uh, <laughs> right. Oh. You know, um, you know. So, just trying to help y'all understand that. Oh, you trying to help uh, us? I'm just listen. I'm like, <laughs> I, I ain't trying to tell y'all what to do. All right. But what what I'm saying is what what like I said, Shay said is is that um men probably do feel that way, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say it's it's wrong. And I feel like if two people are in the home, it it should be easier. And I think it's it's really, really about a lot to me is communication and what sacrifices are you willing to make for your family? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think I think that once that does, that goes down, then you have a more clear understanding on where it's at. Like we was talking about the, the man with the job and, you know, maybe he might work X amount of hours. Then maybe in the communication they can also say, maybe I need to find another career. What mm-hmm. What is most important to us in the home? Mm-hmm. You understand? Instead of saying, you know, oh, he works so many hours or he does this. What is the, for the whole pie, what is actually best? Right. You know, that, you know, right. That's the way daddy would do it. You know? Oh, I, like the, it I like the question that Jerome brought up is, what about mothers who secretly regret being a mother and the stress that comes from feeling obligated, right? And and mm. you get that you get that story oftentimes with yeah. with young ladies, right, who um, don't plan a pregnancy, but you wind up pregnant and you think that you know this this the father of your children is going to be a part of the life. They don't. And then there you are, you wind up being the single parent. And and when you're young, you feel like you're missing out on things, right? You don't get an opportunity. What, and and there's anger, there's resentment, there's, you know, where's that at? I see that, go ahead, go ahead, take it away. Yeah, and and I would have to, I can relate to that because I was that parent, not that I regretted having my children, I, my regret was being a single mother because that's not what I signed up for. 
I didn't sign up to be a single mother, but I ended up being one. So I, I there was a lot of anger. My resentment was never towards my children, was more towards their father. Right. But you don't so have the father to give it to. But it's so it transfers on to your children. Right. And I yeah. can say that that was my story. You know, I was I was a I I was an angry parent. Mm-hmm. So, and in, I don't see it. I, I I didn't see it then. Of course, I, right. I saw it later on. Because you're I in was, the trenches. You don't. You're in you it. You know. Even. So you're like, I just gotta now. I gotta deal with these kids by myself. And you know, and now I'm stressed because I'm struggling. They won't shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they always saying? need. Yeah. <laughs> they always need something. Right. That, and, that's borderline abuse. And I got to deal with all of this by myself while their father is out there doing whatever it is that he wanted to do. So there definitely is a lot of resentment there, you know, but again, I never regretted having my children because my kids is the best thing that ever happened to my life. You know what I mean? But the resentment towards the the father was there. You know, do you think, go ahead, Ra. All right. So, you know, this is funny that you said that Michelle, because I think, I've, I felt a lot of resentment and anger as well. Um, and it was like, um, not to say that I really planned to be a single father. I just didn't want to be in a broken home again. Yeah. I already right. had one and I didn't want yeah. to do it a second time. And, you know, measures could have been taken before we made this decision to have this child. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, you knew that this wasn't something you was thinking of. So why do we even think of having a child? Right. But but my my thing is is that I think and and it is a mental health thing because, I, you know me personally I don't mind saying that I had to go to some kind of therapy and really really understand and learn that I have to let it go right yeah and then when you let it go you're able to forgive yeah and now when you're able to forgive you're able to move on and here now the child becomes the prime example and then one thing I realized in life now is I could look at that situ- look at that situation now and say you know what that person didn't go through the chapters and she's and I'm talking about the other mother the, the mother she mm-hmm. didn't go through the protocols that I went through and 10 years later it's the same situation going yeah. on with her yeah. and mm-hmm. that's what it is so maybe sometimes the 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 mother maybe she doesn't think that it's an issue or something she should look into as far right. as getting some kind of counseling or help or just really just learning how to let go. Mm. Agreed. That Agreed. Is a, is, is a whole thing. So that's all I really wanted to say is, is that you're right. Men do feel a resentment too. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm sure because you're parenting. It, you're parenting, right. And nobody wants yeah. to parent outside of the home. And so for you as the parent, that was out the home. He wasn't even in the home with the kids. So exactly. that's a different level of stress. Right. That's a whole level you of stress. And you got to deal with things with the mother. It got to be on her time and her rules and all. So you got to deal with all of that. And, you know, when the mother's is angry and bitter and you got to deal with all that. So that's, that's, a that's stressful as well. So. Right. Right. Hey, so, Nicolette. Yeah. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. That's okay. We carried the conversation on. So. That's fine. Um, do you want me to say my story or we moving on? Absolutely. Nope. Absolutely. Share well, no, you, story. Yeah, you could definitely talk about the children, how old they are. and. Okay. So I have three, a three-year-old, a nine-year-old, and an 11-year-old, two girls and a boy. And um, they're just crazy, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> they have the attention span of squirrels. They're always running all over the place. So, <laughs> I, my question for you is about how how are you able to manage your personal mental health and being a mom? Is that even a, is there even a balance to it? Because I know I didn't figure that out. Hmm. I put myself in timeout. I will go sit in the garage. My daughter loves cocoa melon. I will put cocoa melon on and go in the garage and have my door open. So it's like I'm there, but I'm not there. So I can have some kind of isolation and some kind of peace so I can like get myself back together. And 
that's what I try and do. I, I write, I paint, I do all different kinds of things. And that's, that's what I try and do. Yeah. Cause I know I didn't, I didn't, I don't even think I even realized the, the depression and the anxiety that I was dealing with as a parent. Right. Cause I was just mm-hmm. like, this is what I have to do. Like, right. Oh, well, if it's stressful, Oh, well, if I'm struggling oh well for myself like i just it it took for the kids to be a lot older for me to be able to when they were self-sufficient that i i was able to sit back and go okay now i can work on repairing some of the things that i was dealing with so yeah um if like just mothers that are in your space right having young children and trying to deal with some things um you know just the importance of taking a moment to focus and and i know that you do have someone else in the household but if you're a single mother where does it come from because i was i wasn't a single mother in that way but my kid's father was not in the home and so my household i was a single it was a sole responsibility for me and i just couldn't find the room even right so that's what we were talking about depression through my pregnancies as well oh wow no go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but what I was I, saying, because we did talk about that before you had um you had went off about people think that because both of the parents are in the home, that it's less it should be less stressful for the mother in mm-hmm. that situation because both parents are in the house. So it is and it say, isn't because um people don't think about like my husband, he works 12 hour shifts, four on, four off. So for at least five days out of the week. He's basically unavailable because it's like he goes to work and he comes back and he sleeps, gets up enough to like eat and get ready. And then he's back out the door getting ready for work. So it can be a lot sometimes. And sometimes I can talk to him about it. And sometimes I just got to, you know, suck it up and and deal with it because that's just the trade off that we make. He's working and I'm here in the home and it's just it's it's challenging sometimes just because sometimes you want to break <laughs> and it's just like when you're a parent you either you don't have days off so it's like right. when he gets his days off you know he deserves to be able to rest and but it's like sometimes you know like i need a break too like i've been sun up sun down wiping right. butts and doing all this stuff i just need give me an hour <laughs> like i don't even need a yeah. day. Give me an hour. No, yeah and that's so important though especially for people who don't have like a, a support system where they can get that break because yeah. that's that's hard because you're dealing with kids. There's no relief. There's no nothing. I will say that I did have that. You know, I had my mom. I had their uh, their grand other grandmother. So I did have those days where I could just be like, "All right, y'all going to see your grandmother because <laughs> I need some <laughs> job. Y'all got to go." So I did have that. So that if I think that that was my saving grace. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't have that, I don't know. Right. It takes a village. I, yeah. It, it definitely, it definitely does. And definitely I think people um, overestimate how yeah. much support, like when you have two parent households and one person is working because they think, oh, that person doesn't need help because they have their significant right. other. Right. Not realizing that, you know, sometimes it might be that way, but it's almost like sometimes I feel like a single parent because he's out so much or he sleeps so yeah. much of the time. So it's like, even though we're here and we're together, it's, you know, especially yeah. with the cost of everything going up, sometimes he has to work overtime and other things like that. So there's there's levels to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. And then you guys need time to yourself as well. Exactly. To like hold a healthy together time, alone yeah. time, family time. Right. Can I, can I ask a question? Um, so how old are you? You said 11, you said you're an 11 year old? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you have a um a, a a child that old, like, is there a thing like? Because this is what I learned with myself is, I tried to make a community within my community as far mm-hmm. as when my kids went to school, who my kids played with, this, that, and other. Um, I would reach out to other the other parent and try to build relationships with them. This way, it, it will kind of be a back and forth thing. Maybe you can help me. I can help you to try to build more of a support factor for for you as the mom. You understand? Mm-hmm. And even if even if that doesn't work, with, even help with the kids, just somebody to talk to to relate to what you're going through on a daily basis as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you say that system. one more time? It like cut out part towards the. <laughs> I think he was talking about support systems. Just you know, where do you find those? And and for him, it was with other parents around his school, uh, the the neighborhood. Um, personally, I don't really have um, that many support systems, just because trust issues. Um, okay. <laughs> being younger and knowing, you know going to people's houses and people coming to my house and just the different people that were around and kids that you think are safe or are the good kids. And in reality, they are really the good child. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but <laughs> they really the good child. They really like devious <laughs> on the low. And it's like, that's not a safe place. So it's like, I, I don't, I don't judge books by their cover. <laughs> and so because right. I don't, it's hard for me to learn that. And so most of the time it's, they have like activities and things that they go through, but I don't really have much of a support system. Support system. It's just right. my household. Right, because it's like my daughter, she was, um, my daughter was busy. She was always had to be active. So we had her in chair. And mm -hmm. um, through chair, we was able to travel, but it, it was so much more. It was, I, you know, I met chair dads and um, just, just things that we will go through, even if it's on the road, or anything, it would be stuff that we talk about because they knew that I lived in New York and she lived in Atlanta. And right. mm -hmm. they would extend themselves a little bit extra to, to realize, to think, well, mom's in Atlanta, dad's in New York, and they still making the effort to make it to Tennessee. Do you guys need me help? How could we help you make your situation better? That, you know, so it's it's like yeah. that so with that, not even yeah. homes, but just like with the, a lot of activities, sometimes I just find out that, you know, you're not alone in this. And that's what I, you know, I feel sometimes that, you know, you know, maybe you don't know it, but, you know, maybe reaching out to like even activities, just talking to people, you yeah. know, because I found that it worked for me. I personally have a lot of social anxiety, so I try and I can talk to people, but it's like picking up the phone to have a conversation after that conversation is, is problematic for me personally. Got you. Understood. Yeah. And then I get, I understand the point of, you know, when she was making about right. trusting people, you know what I mean? Because you, you yes. kind of just don't want to give your kids to anybody because you don't know. So I get yeah. that, you know, make it see I think because of the community that we grew up in is such, it's so different. You know, because Correct. everybody knew everybody. Everybody's mother knew everybody's mother. So we kind of felt safe in that environment, you know, that yeah. we could do that. So, but then when I moved out of the community, I wasn't kicking it with nobody. Right. I like that. <laughs> no, I wasn't. When I left out of left rack with my kids, I didn't have those connections anymore. My right. connections were still within the, our, our community. Right. Outside of that, I wasn't that trusting to just leave my kids with anybody. It was just right. like... Right. You know, and, and I think one of the Nick, you with, go with growing up in Left Rack and then leaving there, and then it, it was kind of like a culture shock in a big yeah. way because number one, it was a, such a mixed, diverse group of people that were there on top of all the black kids that were there, and then I moved to the south where it's like a bunch of white people, and I'm and I don't have no kind of community, no kind of anything, don't know anything, and. When I came here, there was a lot of you know, like racist activity mm. going on. And so it was a big shock for me to leave Life Right. right. That, that was a big yeah. community. Yeah. What I was going to say is that um, one of the things that, that uh, DJ was saying about reaching out to other parents and other, you know, having yeah. your kids in these activities. One of the things that I struggle with all the time was trying to figure out whether or not I was doing things right. Whether mm -hmm. or not I was, you know, whether or not mm -hmm. the way that I was disciplining or the way that I was structuring my house. And it always felt like I was chasing and not necessarily getting it right. And being able to talk to other parents, you mm -hmm. realize that you, you know, are dealing with the alone. same yeah. type of situations that they are. And that it is a sh that we're all yeah. struggling through it, right? Especially coming from... Uh, a family, at least in my household, everything wasn't always all right. Like, you right. know, we didn't have the structure. So I was figuring things out. And in that, I didn't know. And so right. talking to other people changes that process. And you, you get this 
aha moment of we are all really kind of figuring this thing out together, loving our children, wanting the best for them, and being able to look at somebody and go, yeah, me too. Right. Ooh, I'm not a terrible parent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, definitely. definitely. And like it almost allows you to be a little kinder to yourself, gentler with yourself and realize that you're not alone in it. Yes. And like, you're not just screwing yeah. up all this time. Like every, other people go through it as well. Right. That's <clears throat> the beauty of that. Agreed. So. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, this was a great conversation. Sorry, I cut out. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But you know, I was just glad that you got an opportunity to even come on and just share your story because you are a younger mother. So if there's some younger mothers out there can take away anything from this. That's what we want because you don't have, I mean, even if you are in the struggle and you're mm -hmm. still dealing with some of it, there is a way out. And now what a thing I, I love about Nikki is that she recognizes a lot of the things that she's going through. Right. And, and she's I did it. And therapy, because at her age, as a mother, I didn't, I wasn't even there mm -mm. to even think about therapy or I need to go and help, get some help or whatever the case may be. I just was mad. <laughs> I was right. honestly it was just to the point where honestly I I didn't have a choice. It was like even when I wasn't sad, it's like my face it I, it's like I felt like I was like leaking because I'm not crying, I'm not sad, but it was just I was so overwhelmed, so everything yeah. that it was just like emotion is trying to come out, but I didn't know how to express it or how to even recognize that it was emotions that I was even feeling. And so and that's was part of the depression and thing that I was that I was going through, just right. recognizing it. And so my doctor was like, I really think, you know, you need to go and see someone, especially when I had depression through all three of my pregnancies that got right. progressively worse. <clears throat> and that's just because, you know, I have dopamine deficiencies and other deficiencies that pregnancy exasperated. And it was just hard for me. And it's like, Sometimes I like I like I told you before I'm autistic so it's like I be I forget to eat sometimes <laughs> like yeah. like I don't keep like my body doesn't give me those cues so I normally try and eat with my kids eat, but if I have to do something else I might forget to eat and being pregnant then it's like okay well something is wrong why do I feel this way yeah. so there was times where I would call my sister crying and I'm like something is wrong and she's like well did you eat and I'm like uh she's no. like well eat something and then it's to the point where it's like my body is threatening me and I'm like if I try and eat, it's saying it's going to come back up. And then it's like, it's just, it's just a big a lot. handful yeah. of things that compounded on themselves with pregnancy and just, but it's like, I love being pregnant and like feeling the baby and all the other things, but it's just the mental things that come with it, the hormonal things that right. come with it, that change things around. It's more so um, like towards the beginning, then at the end and then after. Like the middle, yeah. it's it's bliss, but then afterwards, mm. and then would you? So basically, when the right. um, hormones are going up, and then when they're crashing down, that's when I have the hardest time. And then it's just like my brain is like a jumbled mess, and I'm trying to get it in order. And so that's what therapy helped me help me with, and helped me realize. And I realized I was putting a lot of things on other people, and so she helped me to think like, well, why did you do this? And it's like because. I wanted this person to do this. And it's like, no, you knew that person was going to do this. You hoped for a different outcome, even when you knew the other. So it's like looking within myself and asking hard questions. I was able to basically get to the point where I'm now in trying to heal myself so that I don't damage my children. <laughs> right. And and that's the most important but, thing. And you're on the road too. You know, you're really on the road. But that's amazing. Thank, thank you. you so much, Nikki, for joining us today, um, this evening. Happy Mother's Day to you and Happy Mother's you. Day. Happy I Mother's hope you had a great day. So, well. yes. Yeah, so, thank you so much, and um, everybody, say goodbye to Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, man, being a mother is tough. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, but it's, I, it's I think easy. one of the things that she said that was good is is you can. That therapy thing, you know, right. having somebody to talk to. And so, DJ touched on that as well. Absolutely. So as we wrap up the show, we end every show with the quote, but we want to, um, we gave out our shout outs, right? So yeah. as we, we have a shout out, I think DJ uh, Big Rob might like this one. Because James Brown kind of says something like this. They said it was a man's world, right? James Brown said it's a man's world. It's a man's we all world. Know, we all know it wouldn't be nothing without a woman's touch. 
Happy Mother's Day, ladies. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I'm Team Remy, so DJ Big Rob. As we bring down the top of experience 2022, I'm bringing talent. I'm bringing Stiletto. I'm bringing Kenny Williams. I'm bringing DJ Warren, DJ Za, DJ Storm, DJ K Dog, and Uptown Zone, Jeff Ryan. For more info, go to www.thetteamremy.com and you're drawing all up. Show. Special performance by R.L. Yes, Big Rod's gonna be on the dance, and I'm bringing my cousins with me. 